0: and rental car podcast with your hosts Top Fuel Cam Cameron Forey and his co-host Mr. Top Sportsman Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can ignore you put it
1: up the What's up West Coast Cam?
0: Merry Christmas, you filthy animal.
1: Uh, well, we're recording this on, what do they call it, Festivus Day, which is something that I never knew about until I met my wife and her kids, and now everything is Festivus, 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 and I'm sitting here watching my mad scientist bobblehead bounce up and down, like he's saying, Festivus, Festivus, Festivus. That's interesting. Do you even know what Festivus is? No. Well, it's, it's this specific episode of Seinfeld. And if you go on Facebook, there are so many memes about it that it's quite humorous. But, um, yeah, you need to YouTube it. Try to watch it. You'll want to pass that on to your kid.
0: All right. So I will do that. Yeah, You know, it's funny. So it's funny you say that because if you don't know this day and age, the way the world that we live in, it's kind of kind of cool. If you ask me, you know, yes, we have racers and rental cars on YouTube now. But, and it's going to be getting better and better. Shameless plug, as Don likes to say. Um, But if you don't know how to do something in the world, all you got to do is just, you just whip on YouTube. Like, it's pretty easy. Like,
1: for example, of not not knowing how to replace the air conditioner seal on your
0: motorhome? Yeah, pretty much. I haven't got to do that yet because that's another thing I was supposed to do today. It's fix the seal because I have all the parts It's sitting there, but it's freaking raining again. I don't really want to go take the air conditioner off the top of my motorhome while it's raining. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, that wouldn't. Uh, I mean, first of all, I, I got to call like bullshit. I can't believe this is like three episodes in a row that it's been raining in California each time. I, I, I just call it this, you know, I think you're making it up because I can't actually see it rain or I'm not down the street or something. I don't know. Hmm. I got you. I got you. But yeah, you can find everything on YouTube.
0: Really can. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. I I think that's pretty awesome.
1: I, too, used YouTube this week, this past weekend, today being Monday as we're recording. uh, My wife's lovely Chevrolet Malibu had a high-beam headlight go out, and it is one of those deals where you have to take off the front bumper cover to be able to access the high-beam light and, uh yeah, it's quite humorous when you have to take off the entire bumper cover. So what did I do while I had the entire bumper cover off? Mm. I replaced the other light on the other side.
0: <laughs> that's smart. And, you know, it's funny. It's really funny you say that because that's what kind of sparked this whole thing. So um, we have, if anybody follows me on social media, we have a little, like, beater commuter Corolla, Toyota Corolla that uh, we drive back and forth so I don't have to drive my big truck every day so but actually Angie drives the Corolla back and forth to work because she drives furthest and I drive the SUV because I have jet a lot of the time during the week and I don't really like him getting in the Corolla because um, it's a Corolla. Not, yeah, not that the Corolla <laughs> is a bad car it's a great car but it's just like salvage title like it's been fixed like it, the thing could snap in half you know it's just a freeway flyer anyway <laughs> Somebody, like, in our complex or in our little community, like, there was no parking. So Angie parked on the street. And across the street is where everybody parks for the boat parade. uh, Because they have, like, a cruise of lights for the boats in the harbor. And so, like, parking around our house right now is, like, just freaking crazy. And um, so somebody was in Angie's normal spot. And so she just parked on the street. And I always tell her, like, don't park on the street because... You never know like a bunch of idiots around here. Cause there's a bar pretty close and you know, it's, it's the holidays. People get drunk, whatever. So she parks on the street. The one time she parks on the street, she sends me a picture the next morning and somebody plowed into the poor thing and just effed up the bumper and whatnot. It's like, and it was hit hard enough to where it was like, okay, yeah, they totally knew. <laughs> I'm looking at your dog laughing at me. Um, to where it was like, okay, it was obvious. Whoever hit it, it wasn't just like a love tap. Yeah, it wasn't just like, a, oh, hey, I'm, I'm parallel parking and I just tapped you. No, it was like full on a hit. And so, anyway, long story short, I couldn't stand looking at it. And obviously, yes, I got to paint it and I'm just going to end up replacing the bumper anyway. But um, until then, it was driving me totally nuts because the whole bumper was caved in. And instead of me like, pulling out my estimating program and like looking up like where all the bolts are. I was like, I just did it in my driveway. Like um, I pulled up YouTube and I was like, boom, 2004 Corolla sport model. There's that bolt. Cause I didn't want to take the whole thing off. All I want to do is get my hand back there and put a a pry bar back there and pop her out, pop her out. So I'm like, yep, that's the bolt I needed. (laughs) And sure as shit, good as new from about 200 feet.
1: Hey, you said it was a freeway flyer.
0: It is. It just drives me nuts that, you know, being a painter and your car has paint peeling off of it. But whatever. It's just going to get hit again.
1: So I can tell a story about something similar to that. But I think you have to classify your freeway flyer as the beater that it is. And so a beater... It's exactly that. It's a beater. You don't worry about what it looks like. It doesn't matter. It's to get you from point A to point B to earn a little bit of money and get back home. It's a beater. You're not investing in it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the thing is, like, for a beater, I mean, it's a pretty clean 0.4 Corolla. so. It's been well taken care of. So it, from far away, it just looks like a white car. Like it's just a car, you know, like I don't. And that's what I love about it. It's just a car. Like if somebody backs into it, whatever. But it's just a principle of the matter that nobody left a note and it just drives me insane. That's so that's, they
1: didn't have insurance. That's why they didn't leave a note. You live in oh, California. Or yeah,
0: or they were drunk because they probably just came from the boat parade and they plowed into it and they were drinking heavily on the boat. I'm sure that's probably what happened, but that's two of the three of of our five cars that's been hit so far. So in the last three weeks, somebody backed or my neighbor's kid backed into my truck yesterday. Anyway, onto something that's a little more exciting. Whoa! I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: I just hate it. Okay, if you're gonna if you're you got me on a high horse. I feel like Don's rant right now. If. If I was to back into somebody's car or to this isn't has anything nothing to do with my neighbor because they were very nice and they called instantly and but the other jerk face that hit our Corolla like if I literally did that and didn't leave a note I probably would have got struck by lightning or t boned at by some idiot at At the the next intersection at the next (laughs) intersection and it's like that stuff happens to me and I'm just like dude come on like I mean. What the hell? I mean, and at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. Like, especially for me, it can be fixed. Like, no, no big deal. But it's just the principle of the matter. It's like, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, and if you're really. trying to get sponsors, don't post things on social media. If you're, you know, it, it just, ah, I just, oh, ah, me nuts. Are
1: you, are you like ranting about adulting? Is that what you're doing?
0: Yeah, I guess. Huh? I guess. It's the holidays. We're all in misery
1: for me. Ah, misery's misery. It's the holidays. You're supposed to turn the other cheek or drop your forehead or I don't know what they say. But
0: and that's why I'm trying really hard to be like, okay, it's all right. I feel pretty, so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> About the car because, again, it's just our beater. It could have been – somebody could have plowed into my truck and I really would have been pissed off because – that's my baby. So, it could have been worse, and I'm totally okay with that. But back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> what exactly was that again? Where are we? What day is it? Saturday. Tuesday? It's Monday. Monday. And
1: we're and we're recording early because we, we have because we have Christmas this week, and we are. You're headed to Canada. I'm headed to Chicago. Okay. Both of them cold areas that start with C. Just
0: gonna do some beer drinking up there in their Canada. Hey bud.
1: Is that what you're gonna do what do you do
0: in Canada I,
1: I ask myself the same question
0: <laughs> At all no, the- I, I, I like it up there it's nice it's very pretty it's just really damn cold but no it'll be good um as this is airing I'll be uh visiting with my my uh my wife's family my in-laws and uh, it'll be really cool I'm excited I've we, too- we haven't seen a lot of them in a long time so It'll be cool. Jet's going. Going to go on an airplane. We got him some Beats by Dre headphones like Don, so he looks all cool. Disney Plus. Angie was nervous and booked a uh, a direct flight only because she was worried about having Jet on the plane. She's like, Disney Plus <laughs> headphones. We can go to Europe. Let's go. Oh, my God. Did you <laughs> really get
1: him some headphones?
0: Hell, yeah. They're be- they're, they're just like yours, but they're red. And they're so tiny. They're, like, the cutest things on the planet. Oh, my God. And he loves them. He wears them, too. He's really good with, like, headgear because we've had hats on him since he was little and, like, helmets and, and whatnot. So earmuffs at the racetrack. So he don't care. He just cruises.
1: Oh, that's good. That is good that he's that way. you will be able to protect yeah. those eardrums. And, you, and you'll and you probably have to deal with the whole uh, ear-popping deal. You're going to have to figure out yeah. how.
0: To yeah. He's been on a plane before, but.
1: He'll be all right. Just keep a little a little sippy cup around there. When you start to hear your ears pop, make sure to give him a drink so he'll swallow and equalize his ears. There you go. All the way around. Oh man. Yes, Christmas going to Chicago. 2019
0: is coming to a close. Man, I Actually, it, you know what sucks is like we can't even talk about if Santa got you anything good because we haven't got it yet.
1: Well, I don't know about Santa's bringing me, but I'm going to tell you what my wife got me.
0: Oh, she sure already got you. The Sweet Beats by Dre white headphones that you've been wearing for the last few weeks.
1: <laughs> yes, she did. That was an advanced <laughs> present. So we're going we're gonna to have to get this guy on the show, and I don't know, Cam, if you've read much about his story or whatever, but um, Dan Parker, the blind machinist, the drag racer. So mm-hmm. he's got a very interesting story, but he makes these awesome ink pens and yes i say ink pen as my kids make fun of me because they're like well what kind of pen would it be except an ink pen but i say ink pen but as i show you here it is fabulous dude it is like cool it is extremely cool uh dan parker they call him the the blind machinist.com uh, you can find him on facebook this is a um this is totally a shameless plug for him um he's just got a unique background story about what he's doing and chasing uh for his dream but uh all the, all the pins come in a case and this case says you can make excuses or make it happen so i think that's a i like that uh that's a nice quote so uh my wife uh got this for me today it showed up i got the uh Listened to Dan talk a little bit at PRI a couple weeks ago, and she was interested in his story, as as my wife takes a liking to, to individuals who are trying to overcome uh, disabilities and so forth, just like we are, but uh, she got it today, gave it to me today, and uh, I'm really excited about getting a chance to uh, use it and write, so I don't know if that means I need to work harder now, maybe, and uh, not type as much, I have no idea, but... Uh, I challenge everybody Go out on Facebook uh, Theblindmachinist.com His name's Dan Parker Uh, And uh, looking forward to uh, Trying to have him on the show in 2020 Very cool That's awesome Hold on a second It's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood Somebody's knocking at my door Well, how about that? My pug wanted to leave.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. I, th- I thought you were kidding for a second. I was like, wait a minute. He just left. Okay, no, he actually is uh, serious. She was, Did he she, stop recording? No. Make sure you push record again if you stopped it, because we all know that you're good at that.
1: <laughs> no, Nellie was sitting up here on the bench, and as it's growing closer to 6 o'clock in the Midwest area in the Central Time Zone, she mm. knows it's dinner time, and so she uh, was over here pawing out the door, wanting out, and uh we watched Saturday Night Live last night with Eddie Murphy. And so I just had that Mr. Rogers neighborhood pop into my head there as I as Nelly was scratching and knocking at the door, if you will. Very nice.
0: Very nice. So I'm gonna ask you on the racing front, how do you rate your twenty nineteen? A, A five.
1: Through F. Oh, A through F D. So if you're going to do the whole combination, if you're going to do the whole combination, I would probably give it a C, Um, basically because of what we started, started from, uh, started with and what we dealt with uh, as we went through 2019. I think that's uh, for us to, uh, you know, uh, I was telling uh, telling a writer the other day that, uh, you know, it was kind of odd to hear the whispers Of people you know other racers and family members or people in the not family but people in the circle of drag racing who would see us at the racetrack uh while we were battling this past year in 2019 like why are we there you know what were we doing at the racetrack why were we trying to race why aren't we at home you know whatever the case may be and uh so for me uh complete package i give it a c uh d for on track performance and that's just because i drove horribly in a lot of winnable rounds um and shouldn't have but was racing more emotional than i was rational so uh yeah my my i got no problem i'm my own worst critic when it comes to things like that but i couldn't be um i couldn't be much i couldn't be much higher optimistic about what we're going to look like in 2020 Mm -hmm. um From that standpoint, the changes, technical stuff that we're, you know, re-engineering to improve. Uh, And once again, we still have the right people in place. We just need the we need the time to uh, be able to execute and and being prepared uh, to start 2020.
0: Nice. Well, I mean, I guess that's all positive, right? Things could have been worse. Could have been math, right? Well, I mean, dude, we could have we could have spent
1: months on end in a hospital and not been able to go to a racetrack so 100 you know, percent. yeah so yeah it's just i mean it's just a tough deal all the way around and um you know and i don't know how other people would have handled it you know i guess i guess there's just really not a handbook out there to uh you know i'm sure you got all the parenting books when you were getting ready to when you found out you were having a kid and everybody wanted to send you the parenting books and a guide to a baby's life or whatever that one thick book is or you know but there's just not one to deal with uh when your loved one has cancer and you still have a have a career that you have to have to chase after i guess i don't know how much of it if you've ever watched but if you go and like just try to follow martin tricks jr him and his his girlfriend sherry and her and her battle with cancer um
0: I did not know that. Yeah,
1: she, I mean, they did. I don't know. They, they, and they still go through it. You know, she's still very active in the, in the cancer community. But, I mean, he, that, that was his whole entire championship season at Furniture Row. You know, that, that was, they were, they were battling that. And, you know, he, he had, gives interviews and they talk about it and, and it was, um, you know, for him, obviously different than us because he had a, an entire organization and team behind him to, for him to just leave and go do his job. And the team that Sherry had with her to be able to, for him to feel comfortable, I guess you could say, to leave her at home and, and travel around the country to, <clears throat> to win the NASCAR championship. But, th- I mean, there's just really not a lot of people out there that, and if they are, they're just not very vocal about it like we've been during our journey. So, uh, it's interesting and, it's uh, nice to hopefully feel like we've got the the worst of it behind us right now because I feel like we're really stable. We're starting to balance out uh, and look forward to twenty twenty. I like that. I like that. So so that was my so that was my dumpster fire of, of twenty nineteen. So where are you where are you throwing yours at, Mister Fourteenth in the world in the top fuel ranks?
0: <laughs> I guess you could say in the world, kind of because I did race outside of. North America. That's right. And my Austra- My Australian friends would uh, will appreciate that. Um, I'm going to give myself a solid B plus, and I say that because I can always improve. And yes, you know, I could you could win rounds, you can win races, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm going to go with a B B+, because I'm extremely grateful at the fact that Terry allowed me, Terry Haddock allowed me to basically run a full season along with the, the Lamantinas in Australia. So with going to Australia and racing here, I was able to race 24 national events in a top field dragster. And I never thought that that'd be possible, um, with the means that, uh, that I have. And, you know, for, <clears throat> to, to fill in the Lamantina family and Terry and, uh, and, uh, his family, his family and team and, and all of them, like I'm, um, I'm extremely grateful. And, and I hope that, uh, it's, it's just a start of, uh, of something awesome. You know, it, uh, when you're 12 years old and you, and you say that you're going to be a top field driver, you never actually think it's going to happen. And, um, after this year, it's, it's pretty much put it into perspective. I had a, I had a really big year on and off the track. I, uh, I left a job that I was at for 11 years. Uh, that I loved and um, and started a new career along uh, while racing and bought a house and raising a new baby. and a lot of things, a lot of things happened and, and changed in my life, and and it's all for the better. And uh, it's been super wild. but as far as racing, I, I'd say a solid b plus. Uh, I had some fun in my uh, in my bracket dragster before my wife stepped into it, and she's pretty much taken the reins of that, and I'll never get to sit in it again. Um, only to work on it and move it in and out of the trailer for her, uh, which is awesome. I'm, to see the, the smile on her face when she comes back from just making a run is is uh, puts it all in perspective and and uh, you know why we do this. She's extremely into it and and I know what that's like. I you know every time I go down the track, sometimes we take it all for granted. And uh, to see a, a new driver, especially somebody that, that you love gets to feel the feeling that you feel and the reason why you sacrifice and give up so much. It, it's really cool. It's a uh, it kind of, it puts it all into perspective and, um, you know, just even, I know it's unrelated, but even watching my little guy, like he, the more he's on his strider bike and these little scooters that he's got, and, you know, he's putting these helmets on and, and all this stuff. And like, it's just like, wow, man, like I think he's already got the bug early at an early stage. And, You know, he's, he's gonna be, he's gonna be hell on wheels, literally. Um, so, but yeah, I, I'd say a a solid B plus, and, you know, obviously there's always more things to work on in 2020 and, you know, hopefully I, I did do, I say 24 races because I missed one race at Reading, um, due to the, the new job situation and the weather and I could have made it if, if need be, but it was, it was best for my career decision to, to not go, so. Um, luckily Todd, uh, my buddy Todd, uh, stepped in for me for that race. But yeah, I mean, 24, 24 top fuel races in one year is, uh, is pretty darn awesome. I did a lot of racing this year and like I said, I, I never thought that it would actually happen. And to say that I, I lived it as a pro for a year and, uh, I'm excited to see, to see where the next, uh, the next season takes me. There's a, uh, there's a lot going on. We're working really hard. Terry's working really hard to, uh, you know, to improve the program, make a lot of things better. And, uh, I'm excited to, uh, to see what happens. So, yeah. Well,
1: you you totally had the, I mean, for us to sit back, you know, we started recording the show in November of last year, 2018. And it was just like, uh, you had just, if I'm not mistaken, then you just renew, you had just renewed your license, right? You made the lab. yeah with
0: Terry. Yeah. Yeah. It, literally yeah. like that was the world finals. And like, we just started the, the show right at that time. So from going from being a wannabe top fuel driver to actually being a top fuel driver. Um, I mean, yeah, I was licensed and whatever, but you know, I, I guess I can, I consider myself a top fuel driver now that I have a full season under my belt. So, um, which is really cool. You know, I, I've learned a lot as a driver. um, so many people think that these cars you just they just go straight and blah 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 but there's so much more finesse and and timing and doing things right every single time and and all that stuff that makes a huge difference when you're the cars and and uh i'm grateful that i w- i've been able to get the seat time to to learn and and hopefully uh this this coming year uh, we'll get even more seat time and get even better and hopefully bring home round wins
1: what was your highest qualifying position do you remember off the top of your head Honestly no.
0: But I wanna say I wanna say like twelve. That's what I was. Eleven or twelve. Yeah, I thought it was twelve. Yeah. Um yeah, and I I mean I went ran my career best. Went three eighty eight with a six. Um in uh where was that? Topeka. That was really cool. Um so yeah, I mean all positives, you know. I uh I said i traveled the, uh, the world literally got to go to australia um i can uh, now say that i have an extended family in australia i've never met better people than uh, the Lamatinas and their their extended family down there and i'm extremely grateful that uh you know i can now call them you know family as well um they came and visited over the summer uh, while we were in sonoma which was awesome rocky uh their son rocky uh he actually worked on, on Terry's car with me, so that was really cool. So yeah, it's I mean at the end of the day, like I guess this is really the first time I've actually looked back and and thought about that. And yeah, man, like you never really uh, think it's gonna happen. And then it, it actually does and and then you just you it happens so fast. Like you literally blink your eyes and you're like, Holy shit, like it's August or I mean it's December. I mean we're coming into the new year like I honestly like I used to I think in this in the show like I used to joke like halfway through I'm like dude I don't even know where I was like but it's true you literally you you see the airport you see the racetrack and the hotel and it's just such a whirlwind that you literally don't even know where you're at like you don't like this year I think that's what I need to do I need to maybe that'll be my new year's resolution to literally like be more present be more in the moment yes, social media is, is extremely important in what we do, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to continue the vlog. There are a lot of people love the vlog. So I think I'm going to up that a little bit. I might actually buy a camera to do it (laughs) in 2020 (laughs) instead of using my crappy ass phone, but I'm going to try to be a little more present and, uh, and enjoy what I'm doing. You know, the sacrifices that I'm leaving at home in order to, to chase my dream and, and to do it like it's, I never uh <clears throat> like you say a lot of times you you don't even think about it you just go on to the next one and then on to the next one and then on to the next one and then next thing you know you're like holy shit i've been in six states six states 19 different airports and you, you're like whoa <laughs> Whew. maybe i should take a shower Yeah. <laughs> Well and, but you know what I, you know what I mean like I mean same thing with you like you you go so many places you do so many things and and we take it for granted and and I need I need to stop doing that because at the end of the day, we're extremely blessed and grateful to do what what we do and yes, it takes hard work, yes, it takes determination and sheer will and and all that stuff but you know if you and I can do it, there's really no stopping anybody else, I guess I, oh, I can I can wholeheartedly say that would totally agree
1: yeah that's um you know die takes a lot of photos and you she know, she'll do that more but. she makes a lot of facebook posts and in a way it's kind of you know at first i was kind of like eh. but then she told me she's like you know the biggest reason why i do it is you know with her ms <laughs> she has memory issues well right facebook brings your memories back around and so it's easy for her to remember oh well we did this and oh we did that and and so forth so i've you know the past year obviously um it's been more relevant to me you know checking my facebook memories to see where we've been and what we've done and you know our cancer you know our cancer journey and so forth so um it's kind of it's kind of weird about that but yeah you it, it's important for you to take that in i think right now i would tell you you know obviously you don't i've got teenagers here and kids girls that have grown up but you know you if you uh, if you go back and you start putting those vlogs together and the things that go that you know your little videos and stuff and you put that stuff together that's going to be something you'll be able to share with your kid as he gets older and, and well, that's, it, you
0: that's know, what i who cares like that's i was just gonna say you know i was I never in my wildest dreams as i'm I'm looking it up right now, like one of one of my vlog episodes literally has like a couple thousand views. <laughs> I'm like, wow, like really that many people took the time to push play, which is really cool. But aside like if not one person watched it or even if I put it on private and I still made them, yes, I can go back to them. and I can also it can also help me reminisce on on what happened in in twenty nineteen. You know, I, so I, if that's, if there's anybody out there that's, you know, looking for something to, to maybe do for 2020, then you know, to spice up your program or to change your program, who cares what the other people are going to say? Like, look at this loser. You know, like, what are you, what are you vlogging? Yeah. Hell yeah, I am. Well, why? For myself. Yeah. You know, for make your it kid. for yourself. Yeah. For myself, for my kid, whatever. Like people can call me a loser all they want, but you know, I sometimes my kid and my wife can't can't share the experiences with me because you know, they have to stay home for whatever reason. So, you know, they can at least see what I'm doing and, you know, see that there's a reason that, that, uh, we're sacrificing at home in order, in order for us to hopefully, um, show our kid later on in the future that, you know, strive for what you want to do, chase your dream, you know?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you like, so I know we are internally here that the, I, what I, I used one slightly during PRI um, and, and totally going to get one. I think we're getting two, actually. Uh, but it's the DJI Pocket Osmo. It's mm-hmm. very it's very small. It's a gimbal-based uh, camera and video recorder. And so um got to use one with the VP folks. And then I also used a, a Fusion 360 GoPro. So I starting to get really really hooked on the on the fusion 360 with the, nah, the the dji pocket osmo dude it's remote control and it will do um it locks in on your face so it becomes a movement deal so you can actually literally just set it down once it locks onto you and you can walk and talk and it will zoom in zoom out and it that's will stay. cool yeah and it's dude i think i've the three that i've looked at price wise they range anywhere from like 275 to 305 depending upon how big of a memory
0: card you get with it and you, that's yeah. not bad yeah that's the biggest thing like I when I was I guess we'll talk let's let's, let's take this and run with it <laughs> talk about vlogging um I don't really know too much about it uh we just starting but uh honestly like I literally I think I have an iPhone what are they on 11? I think yeah. 8 <laughs> yeah I'm on 7 so don't feel bad <laughs> yeah and I literally everything that I did I did that and I edited it on my phone. Yep. I mean, mind you, I suck at editing, and all I literally did was drag every single clip in sequence into iMovie or whatever's on my phone, yeah, and put some fade in, fade out, like super basic. I mean, yes, I wish I'm no, I'm no Brian Woodard when it comes to editing or anything like that. My buddy that does a lot of our stuff, but um, it's it's cool. I, I mean, he actually, it was funny because he was talking Brian. For those of you that don't know, our, one of our producers, his name is Brian, and he's a very successful editor, graphic designer, pretty much all-around awesome dude. But when I first started doing them, he's like, oh, God, like, fucking Cameron doing his shit again. <laughs> and he's like, he told me, he's like, dude, I watched them. And he's like, they're actually cool because they're raw. Yes. He's like, it's cool. Like, they're not all, like, production-wise. And so for those of you out there, what I'm getting at is, again, A – My only word of advice is who gives a shit what people think of you Two, do it for you. And three, it doesn't have to be a Hollywood production.
1: Nope.
0: Totally. agree. And especially with all the editing programs and all the stuff they have out there that's free now, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Like you don't need to have some crazy, you know, what's that? uh, Final cut pro final cut. Yeah. Um, you don't have to have Final Cut or anything like that because not only are they they hard to use, but yeah, they're expensive and and all that stuff. But dude, literally, iMovie you can do wonders, or even like GoPro. They have like their own. Yes. Like, don't they have their own stuff now, dude. Yeah, yes, so just use do. that. Yep. give it a shot. Yeah, rip.
1: You can totally do that. Yeah, no, yeah. the GoPro. We have. Uh, I think we have a total of six now of GoPros, and and we don't even have sevens and eights, or I think that's what they're up to, but. Dude, I literally use uh, Fives because Fives are the first ones that you can use the uh, wireless Bluetooth remote, so you can activate them from your phone and then the remo- handheld remote. And so, yeah, and then you just download it and go into GoPro, and you can cut and
0: slice and put them together. Yeah. And, and here I am talking about being present, and now we're talking about making vlogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely, I, dude! You but we, it's, it's
1: you I have know. to. I mean, so th- it's funny that you bring up the vlog thing. So one of the little notes that I had over here on my um, on my paper from as I was looking through stuff from PRI, just things that I had jotted down. Now this is completely business related. This is not really motorsports related; it's business related. Um, so I had conversations with a few different people, uh, executive types, that were. Talking about how they want to make their product sponsors or their brand ambassadors, they wanted to make it. They want to make it something more. They wanted to make it more exclusive, more prestigious. Right. So, right, right off the top uh, of my head, when I heard these things and in, in these these conversations. I am I, blank back to West Buck right w- with the Di thirty under thirty. Totally, you know they that's a prestigious thing, right? We all, I, I mean, it produces some of the best social media fodder for people's I was, comments. I I just
0: I didn't see much this year, but I haven't really been on the social media right. much lately. But, you know, but hey. uh, yeah, there hasn't been there was I I gotta hand it to maybe I didn't see it, but. Got to hand it to all you people out there. Maybe you're listening to us or somebody else, but haters don't always prosper.
1: No, right. <laughs> so, um, and so that's what that's what thirty under thirty is doing for that generational group, right? Or let's just say age category. I don't really. It's kind of tough on the generation thing, but uh, nonetheless, I think it it does does kind of fit the mold there. So when I was talking to this one executive, my first thing that popped into my head believe it or not, was Red Bull. And I don't know how familiar you are with their athlete program, but they're very unique. And like, um, I think the one I always like to use or reference is that the Red Bull hat Mm -hmm. with the logo, you can't go get those anywhere.
0: Nope. You used to not be able to get monster ones either, but now... Gonna, right well hey. like you you know a monster hat i don't think there is is tight lipped on it anymore but used to have to be somebody or something which put the prestige on the, the red bull yes monster hat. Yeah. yes now now it's i think it's a little different from monster but yeah yeah
1: but red bull is still very exclusive mm-hmm. and it's very it's and it's very significant um mine was mine back in oh seven oh eight oh nine I had a relationship with NOS energy drink when it was still owned by fuse before it became uh, owned by coca-cola and um, NOS had their athlete program and it was it was a mirror of the red Bull side you know they they the PR team, they talked to you, they mentored you, um, and things to say, and, and and how they wanted you to conduct, and the apparel that you wore, the suitcases, the roller bags, all of that was, you know, exclusive to the athlete program, and I've never forgotten that, that it seems to that it's, at times, companies make, I don't want to use the phrase watered down, because I still think that. There are brand ambassadors out there for companies that just they do a great job, and then there's others that just don't, but they're still on the program. You know, they, maybe they're maybe they're a a high value social media person, or an influencer, but at the same time, you just don't feel like they're they're really doing everything that they should or or could be doing. So it was, and so why that was going on. The next thing that popped into my head was Team Raceback. and and how that program has um obviously it's ran its course yeah it it ran its course (laughs) um and and, you know who knows who knows um you know holly's got a new new captain at the wheel um i i was fortunate to have a, a medium length conversation with mr jeff turk um and in his his vision for the Holly Performance umbrella, um, I'm excited about it. I think if it if if the captain gets the gets to wheel the ship in in the ocean waters in which he wants to travel, um, I think it's it's going to be good for the umbrella. Um, so I, I
0: hope I hope that I hope that happens. I wish him nothing but the best.
1: Yeah. So I, I'd like to see, you know I would like to see the te- you know that type of exclusive deal come back. Um, that being said, I don't know on the business side if you noticed, but Weld Wheels announced a new sponsorship program. And so they, yeah. did, they did that at PRI, and it's been a little while, if I'm not mistaken, and Josh Hamming's probably going to listen and send me a nasty email. Probably not, but he's just going to tell me. But I think it's been a couple years since Weld had a brand ambassador to Type like legitimate, you know, sponsorship program. Uh, so I think that's really cool. That and they're, you know, obviously it's not limited to drag racing. They have other wheels and and brands within within their umbrella uh, with Momo. So um, that was I was just kind of kind of taken aback, and I started thinking about being what we could do to have exclu- How what companies could do to be exclusive? What would be some of the things that. If you were the if you were the CMO to run a marketing program for for motorsports athletes, you know what would be a couple of things that you would throw in there, Mister Cameron well, Foray?
0: I mean, when I did the the race pack thing, I mean they got they got uh, special hats and shirts and, and things like that that no one else was able to have or supposed to have um, because it's funny. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. Um, I had a situation where I was at an event and I, cause I hoarded all that stuff. Like all that the team stuff was, was in my office. And uh, so you, it didn't leave my office unless I knew about it kind of thing. And, uh, I had a situation where I was at an event and I saw this guy wearing a team race pack shirt and I was like, hmm, interesting. I don't know him. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, I don't know who it is or whatever, um, and I, I just—he obviously wasn't gonna know who I was at, at this particular event, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, I just kind of walked by. Oh, I like your shirt. That's a cool shirt. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. And I'm like, where'd you get it? And uh, he's like, oh, my, my cousin, or I forget what it was. It was somebody. It was like a friend of. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Right on. And then I just was like duly noted, like, okay, so they gave that person gave one of their shirts away, which, whatever. But people, I mean, in the marketing world, think about that stuff, right? So, because that person should be wearing that shirt and you got multiple ones of them. So that way you could wear the same shirt. Everybody used to give me crap. They're like, dude, all you wear is race pack shit. I was like, literally, if you looked in my closet, I, no lie, had probably. 45 of the exact same t-shirt no exaggeration and i mean yes when we always talk about black shirt black hat black pants black socks black shoes (laughs) i mean aside from my my closet looking like that like literally a lot of it was or used to be race back and you know and i mean i still wear it of course i i still think it's a great company and a great brand um but uh yeah i mean people in the marketing world think about that stuff because those are supposed to be exclusive things because if you wear that shirt or you wear that hat or you wear that whatever you're supposed to be the elite of who you're representing right so if somebody sees a team race pack hat or whatever oh they might know something or oh, they may be able to get me in contact with the person that might be able to help me with something or I mean there there comes a sense of not only pride but stigma that comes with wearing that shirt. So if I was to be a guy that needed race pack help and I went and saw that guy wearing that team race pack shirt and the guy's like, I don't fucking know I I'm just shirt. this shirt. Joe Blow gave me this shirt and so what does that do for the company? It makes them look like crap because most people are technically trained to whether if somebody's wearing a Red Bull hat, a, monster, a, a correct monster hat or whatever, like they're obviously connected right? So if they, if they can't get you the answer, they will know somebody that can get you the answer.
1: I, I totally agree. I I believe the two, the two things that I think should come from an exclusive program, whether we're just talking about brand ambassadors or we're actually talking about sponsorship, you know, actual representatives of companies is something that no one else can have. No one else has it. It's exclusive. I, I mean, Dude, I am not a in-your-face drink this energy drink blah 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 type person. Uh, I mean, I obviously I had a relationship with Nos. Uh, still drink them on occasion. I still drink Red Bull. Um, it, once in a blue moon, when the wolves are howling, I'll I drink a Monster. But at the same point, when I look at those exclusive benefits or perks, if you will, that come with that logo. Um, Just to see, you know, you look at Ricky Fowler and his deal in golf, if you look in the golf world, the golf world is really huge about exclusive logos and branding for their, you know, their relationships that they have with, with athletes. And I think that that's something that, that has to stand out. If you're right, right now, if you're an executive in a motorsports company and you're managing a thousand people in the brand that they're your brand ambassadors or they're receiving product support from you and they're not using your right colors or your right logos, your right font, nip it in the bud, get them on board, get them lined up, make it exclusive, make it like a significant thing to be a part of. With that being said, marketing people Mentor your athletes. They're only as good as we train them to be. We used to say that all the time in the army about recruiting. You
0: can't get mad at them if you don't tell them what to do.
1: Can't. Yeah. Or exactly.
0: Coach them, shall I say?
1: Yep. Uh, we used in recruiting. You had to. You had to learn your market. You had to learn your talking points. You had to learn your data, your research, your background. Teach your people. Teach your racers to be the extension of your brand and your company or your umbrella of products. Uh, I think that's the one thing is the mentoring aspect. Um, totally, totally believe that those two things are, are truly important when you're creating an exclusive group. The stupid Oilers hat on your head. Excuse me? Do you see how quick, folks, that we can go from having just really solid educational insight to to being professionals and then with the swoop of a hand somebody can just upset the apple cart by putting a stupid oilers hat on their head
0: you better watch your mouth when you're talking to me
1: <laughs> i am watching it. i'm watching it talking in this microphone you
0: better and especially because i'm I guess i a poser Oilers fan, (laughs) even though I'm married to Miss Oilers. Um, But uh, yeah, I can say that I did play hockey for five years and I was a hockey guy. So um, yeah, but yes, Oilers, they're actually doing pretty good this year. EA Sports
1: on Nintendo does not count as playing
0: hockey. No, dude. I played <laughs> ice and roller hockey for five years before I got into racing, and then that was that was right where it was like, okay, I'm obviously not going to be anything over like five foot seven, so um, this career's not going to go anywhere. Let's get back in there. Let's get into something else. So I got back into BMX racing, and then that's when things changed, and I got finally got a junior dragster. So you were like seven. 7 to like <laughs> 12,
1: yeah. J.D.'s Ooh. mad as crap right now because I'm laughing in the background and I see the, the sound meter moving. There's nothing huh. funnier now that I know that he gets Dude, upset. <laughs> that
0: was fast. You guys scored a lot of goals. But anyway, yeah. No, the Oilers are uh, doing oh, pretty good man. this year. They, last year they freaking sucked. But I think it's really funny that um, they sucked really bad. And then they they got rid of their coach, and the coach went to the Kings. And now they got really good. And they got really good, and the Kings freaking suck.
1: (laughs) It happens. It happens. All right, dude. I hope everybody is out there traveling safe. It's Christmas. We can't talk about what we're getting or what we're giving. But all I'm going to say in my Christmas joy message is, is to please enjoy the time that you possibly can with your loved ones. Be safe traveling here and there. And without a shadow of a doubt, please take Racers and Rental Cars podcast with you. And if for those last minute Christmas gifts, it's okay to give one late. Drop ship somebody a Racers and Rental Cars t shirt, hoodie, coffee cup. Don's rant hashtag t shirt. Yes, absolutely. And uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on all our major platforms because we're going to try to blow the lid off in 2020 across the country. And uh, Cam, I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas, and I'm going to get out of here and go get my daughter from work. How about that for behind-the-scenes action? Take us home. Brian, JT, Merry Christmas to you guys too.
0: That sounds good. I'm gonna go uh, do a little uh, faculty function for uh, with some coworkers. I got there's like a little Christmas party they were doing, so I gotta I gotta I gotta jet too. <laughs> jet. Then I gotta go pick up my son Jet. Um. Anyway. Uh. But before we go, I'd like to thank Performance Data Systems for all they do. Streetway Marketing Media, VoiceAmerica.com for uh, allowing us to stream this awesome 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 podcast that we do called racers and rental cars also like to thank racers rental dot com where you can get all your apparel needs and everybody else you know all uh, all our sponsors uh you know stupid fast racing they uh they're gracious enough to uh, house all of our our products on their trailer at the uh, at the midway that's really cool so I think they're gonna probably continue to do that in 2020 so if you can't get online and type in com, check out stupidfastracing.com and a track near you and get your hands on something. But anyway, I'll stop ranting because I feel like Don right now. But later. Let's put it-